Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Saturday, August the 13th, 2022. It is currently 4.41 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. Now, at different times, I love to turn on this microphone and, in a sense, turn on a spotlight and shine it on other broadcasts, on other podcasts, on other things that I think could be helpful to you spiritually. We live in an amazing time. Now, as many things as you may not like about the times in which you live, right? There, You may be things you don't like about the culture, things you don't like about what's happening in the church, things you may not hap- ha- like about what's happening within the world of theology, politics. There may be lots of things you don't like about living in 2022. But the one thing that I am still just absolutely blown away by every single day is that with an, an iPad, a phone, you have access to so much spiritual food. Literally, you can feed at a table of spiritual food 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's like a 24-7 buffet that's open for you every single day, and you can just eat and eat and feed and feed. You can hear sermons. You can hear devotional thoughts. You can hear theological lectures. You can hear church history lessons. You can hear sermon after sermon after sermon after sermon after sermon. There is so much available to you. But what's absolutely insane to me is with all of this spiritual food that is available, Christians are more theological, biblical, biblical, uh, illiterate than maybe at any time in church history. There is so much, there is more available to us now that, in, that at any time in church history, yet many Christians are more ignorant than at any other time in church history. Try to figure that out, right? That, that's, that's a riddle. We have more available to us, but for some weird reason, we're worse off spiritually. We have more sermons, more theology, more doctrine, more everything, but well, you talk to the average Christian, they don't know. And many times they will try to make some excuse. Well, I was never taught. It's available to you on your phone. I mean, you can study everything. I mean, it's just amazing how much is available to us. So I don't know why we have so much available to us. I I, I can't speak to why we have so much available to us. But even though we have so much available to, I, well, put, let me say it this way. I can't speak to the, to the reason why we have so much available to us. And yet at the same time, things are so bad off spiritually. I, I'll never be able to understand exactly why that's the case. I, I think part of the problem is that many Christians don't take advantage of what's available to them. And to be honest, they don't have a spiritual hunger. They don't have a spiritual desire and they're distracted by so many other things. Because when you have so much spiritual stuff available to you, well, at the exact same time, you have so much other stuff available to you. And when you have just more and more stuff available to you, we have a tendency, this has always been the case because of our depravity, we always, we always tend to say, well, there's all the spiritual food, but look over there. 
there's more entertainment. There's more this. There's social media. There's this. I can get on social media and post pictures of this or this or this or argue about this and fight about this. And I can watch this and I can listen to this. We, with all the spiritual food available, we have a tendency to walk away from the spiritual food and we go to the other things. And I'm not necessarily saying things that are sinful. We just go and give our attention to everything else. So, but there, I don't have an easy way to fix that problem, but I know there's one thing I can do whenever, whenever I have the available, as someone just says, right, more, more idols available to us now than ever before. Yes, we have more idols available to us while we have more spiritual food available to us. So I, I, there's no way to just make that go away. There's no way just to fix that. There isn't, but there's something I can do. I can at different times, turn on the microphone and go, Hey, I just came across this. Maybe follow this, subscribe to this, listen to this, and maybe you'll find it to be spiritually edifying and available because there's just so much out there. So at at one point I had a series called, I think, what, a Christian Podcast Spotlight. Um, I I may place this episode in that series uh, because I, I, but what I was trying to do is almost on a weekly basis, find, hey, here's another podcast for you to subscribe to. Here's another podcast you should listen to. And it wasn't always because I agree with everything. It's just because I thought this could be beneficial. Sometimes some of the podcasts that I don't necessarily agree with, I do find still spiritually beneficial because that will give me something that I can then go spend extra time studying and, 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 and grow in it. So here's what happened. The last live broadcast that I did, right, where we talked about living versus walking, right as I was going on the air, right as I was getting ready to go on the air, I was looking at the Sermons 2.0 app, and something popped up that said, God-centered theology. I'm like, whoa, God-centered theology. That looks like a, a broadcaster who is focused on theology. Well, my broadcast is called Theology Central. Theirs is called God-Centered Theology. Hmm, that, that's interesting. So I, well, I was, I was already on the air on the Church One app and on Sermons 2.0. We hadn't gone live officially. So I was over there trying to hit play. I was trying to hit play, and there was nothing. I think they were doing some kind of a test. I think they were doing some kind of a test. And I kept, I'm like, well, what is that? Well, immediately I'm like, okay, follow it. So I, God-centered theology, I hit follow. They currently have 322 sermons available. And um, I, I started looking a little bit about them. And I'll just read a little bit. If, you, if you'll go to the Sermons 2.0 app, Sermons 2.0 app, do a search for God-centered theology, you'll see some of the information that I'm finding. And I do not know why we keep getting notifications that we have gone live on the Church One app, but we keep getting notifications that we're going live. I do not know why. Hopefully everything is working okay. As far as my screen is concerned, everything is okay, at least on Spreaker. So I'm just going to continue to broadcast. All right. So um, I, I, I immediately went here. So if you have the Sermons 2.0 app, look for God-Centered Theology follow them, all right? And then every time they add new content, it'll be right there available within your feed, all right? So that's an easy way to keep up with all of their content. Here's a little bit about them. Uh, they are they are categorized as Reformed Baptist, all right? So obviously I'm going to have something in common with them because Victory Baptist Church, we follow the London Baptist Confession of Faith. Okay, so all right, we're going to have something in common with them right there. So that's good. Uh, about us says, welcome to God-centered theology. This is the place for consistent God-centered, God-honoring, and God-glorifying biblical content. 
Everything that we have and everything that we are is by the grace of God. Then it has show more. And when you click on show more, there is a lot of information here. There's a lot. I mean, um, yeah, they wrote a small book, okay, compared to what we have, okay? So it made me think maybe maybe we need to add more information. But you can go read everything about them. And they have a website, godcenteredtheology.org. Godcenteredtheology.org. So I, I immediately followed, followed them. After I got done with my live broadcast, I'm like, well, let me at least look around and see what I have here, what we can find out about them. So I found that information. And then I looked, they have three different speakers, right? They have three different speakers. I don't know how that works. Um, it, it looks like maybe I, I, uh, that they have different uh, series. It looks like right now their series, if I go to series, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight series currently. They have one called Preaching Clips, which has two sermons in it. They have a one uh, for Andy Kane sermons, which they have two sermons in it. They have Defined by Moments, which has 127 sermons in it. They have one called God-Centered Theology, which just has one. They have Andy, Andy Sloan sermons, that's 24. A Legacy of Preaching, which has 36 then they have Daily Bites of God's Word, uh, which has 120. And then they have something called the Laborer's Podcast, which has five. So what caught my eye was Daily Bites of God's Word. I'm like, oh, okay. This could be like maybe like some kind of a daily devotional thing or something along those lines. That That is interesting. So I clicked on it. And immediately, which is, uh, you can you can follow the series as well. I'm going to follow the series as well. But um, when I went, when I immediately followed, let me go all the way back. When I followed God-centered theology, when I followed God's God-centered theology, and I went to my feed, the first thing that popped up was the laborer's podcast, right? But I, I, I clicked on God-centered theology, and immediately what I, when I went to their page, on the Sermons 2.0 app, the, the, the thing that stood out to me was the daily bites of God's word. I'm like, that, that, that's what caught my attention. Because I'm thinking, okay, something maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe Monday through Sunday, I don't know. But someone using technology, using a microphone, trying to share something daily about God's word, that's definitely something that I could, I'm going to start checking out. So I thought, you know what? Instead of me checking it out, beforehand. Let's just go live and we'll check it out together. We'll listen to a little bit of it and we'll see. I'll do a little bit of review, analysis, offer my thoughts. This is not obviously to be negative. If I agree or disagree, that's irrelevant. I still want you to check them out. I still want you to listen to them. And I just want you to be aware of something else that may provide some spiritual nourishment and food. Look, here is, I truly mean this. Whenever I turn on the Christian, the quote unquote, the spotlight to point out other Christian podcasts, if you decide you like them more than me and you leave, stop listening to me and listen to them, I really don't care because it should be, my goal should be your spiritual edification, your spiritual growth, not the growth of my podcast 
and not the numbers of streams or downloads I'm getting or losing. It shouldn't be a competition. So I have no problem pointing out, hey, go listen to that one. If you're like, well, you gave me 10 to listen to and I don't listen to you anymore. Well, congratulations. That's wonderful. Are you growing spiritually? Then choose whatever works for you. Um, But yeah. And now sometimes me trying to point out other podcasts has not always gone so well because we tried that with one and well, they got really upset. Uh, they, They weren't happy with us. They thought we were trying to steal their listeners, not lead people to them, which was really confused. It was really weird the way that whole thing went down, but that's neither here nor there. Everyone else that I've ever done this for, they have been extremely usually grateful, thankful. Um, We had a kind of a non-Christian podcast that I uh, promoted uh, about uh, literature, and those people were super awesome and super like, wow, thank you so much. That helps us so much. So, I mean, I, I, look, there's so much to choose from out there. There's so much to listen to. I think having another podcast help you kind of say, hey, check that out today, or check out that series, or go listen to this. I I hope you find that to be beneficial. Maybe I'm wasting my time, but I just know whenever I go to the Sermons 2.0 app and I start looking around, I'm like, man, there's a million things to choose from here. So what I tend to do is just click on my feed and whatever shows up in my feed is what I listen to because I went through and found a number of broadcasters that I was going to start listening to. But you know what I have a tendency to do? have a tendency to do to to sometimes it's been a week and I haven't listened to anything because I've been doing this or listening to this. And so it's hard to, to, to make sure you're using what's available to you. Now, the only thing before we start listening to this, I will say this. I did a search for God-centered theology on other podcast apps and I cannot find them. So I don't know if they will ever hear this, but hey, for those at the God-Centered Theology broadcast, you should definitely get your content on every podcasting app on the planet because the people in many cases don't come looking for you. You got to go looking for them and you want your content on Pandora. You want your content on Amazon Music, on Audible, on the Edify Christian Podcast app. You want it everywhere. You want it ever Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker. I mean, I can go on and on and on and on. I mean, I, I, every probably about every month, I'm always looking at you know what new podcast apps are available in my app store, the Apple App Store, and I download them and I start messing with them. Going, okay, first, is my podcast there? Yes. Okay, good. Two. Okay, what what makes this app good or what makes this app bad? People become very particular, like. No, this is my podcast app, and if your podcast isn't there, I don't want it because I'm not getting a different podcast app. So you got to get your content everywhere. Churches, if, if you go to a church and your church supposedly has an online presence, if they don't put their audio podcast on every podcasting app, I don't understand what you guys are doing. It's 2022. Get your content everywhere where you can simply say, hey, where can I find your sermons? On any podcast app on earth. Also, the Sermons 2.0 app, the Church One app, or then you can can name the particular, the specific ones that you're promoting at any given time. But because I can just speak for myself, 
And I've talked to people who work for churches and I'm always like, what are you guys doing? Your content's like on, on three plate platforms. What, what is that? And then I'll show them emails like from someone who was on Pandora, the music streaming service, doing a search. And then they find us because they were search. They had a theological question. They had a biblical question and they, boom. And I found you because they're using Pandora as a podcasting app. And so they search or on YouTube or wherever the case may be. Yet you have to, you got to get your content everywhere. So as far as I can tell, God-centered theology is only available on the Sermons 2.0 app. And of course, it would be available on the Church One app. Now, if we go to their series, see Daily Bites. I'm going to open up Pocket Cast. Because uh, Sermon Audio does make it easy to take every series you create and you can turn it into... Um, you can turn it into a its own individual podcast, which we have been messing with that as well. Let me see here. Daily Bites. Daily Bites. Of, no, it's not. I'm looking here. I don't think it's going to show up. Nope. So they're not available on most podcasting apps. If it's not on Pocket Cast, it's probably, I mean, Pocket Cast is pretty good at having almost everything. So yeah, hey guys, you got to get your content and all the other podcasting apps. You got to, you have to, you have to, you just have to, all right? Go to everywhere. I mean, podcast, the, the tech, the internet allows us to go everywhere, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to listen to a little bit of this. Um, again, the name of the broadcaster, God-Centered Theology, download Sermons 2.0 app, or if you have the Sermons 2.0 app, find God-Centered Theology, hit follow, you can look around, you can you can you tell me, I, I love to get your thoughts, but we're just going to go to Daily Bites for God's Word to the most recent episode, which looks like it was dropped on August the 9th, 2022. Uh, it's categorized as a Sunday service. So they, they're placing it in the category as a Sunday service where I place everything under the category of podcast. Uh, so that's interesting. And it says this, just as we need, just as we need daily food to sustain us physically, we also need daily food from God's word to sustain us spiritually. Amen. Um, and uh, this, the biblical text is first John and Galatians. So, I skipped their intro music because I don't know if it's copyrighted, so I skipped it, and uh, we're going to kind of come in right in about the 15-second mark. You'll hear, hear just the last couple of notes of their intro music, and uh, well, here's what it sounds like, and here's what they're doing. We'll find out a little bit about them, and then you can decide if it will be spiritually beneficial for you to check them out. Here we go. Welcome back to Daily Bites God's Word. This is Andy Kane, and it is a joy to be back with you once again. And I am trying some new things here. I'm going to see if I can get this to work and go live. Okay. First thing, <laughs> that volume seems very low to me. Okay. Does that not seem low to you? Does that? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it here on my uh, iPad. I'm gonna play it here on my iPad. Hang on. I'm gonna play it on my iPad. Maybe. Because there's a lot to. Okay, it sounds louder on my iPad here. Um, you can tell me if it's how it's coming across on your side. Uh, it sounds louder on my iPad here. I have the volume cranked to 100. Uh, where do I have the volume here? I have that to 100. So, uh, but there, okay. So, we'll go back to it. We'll go back to it. Okay, hang on. 
Go back. So we are listening to God-Centered Theology, their series, Daily Bites of God's Word. And it begins with him saying they're trying something different on Sermon Audio. So I think they're still, maybe maybe they're new to Sermon Audio. Uh, maybe they're new to broadcasting on Sermon Audio. I, I, I don't know their history. I'd have, I could probably figure that out. But um, here's what, so I, I hope it sounds okay. Here we go. While recording, so we'll see. The good news is we always have recording to back us up, so that's always important. So we're going to see how this goes. And so let's just check real quick just to make sure everything is working correctly. I did something with Sermon Audio last week, and I was impressed with how that streamed. I thought it streamed very well, and I thought it, for the most part, I think there was a spot towards probably about four minutes in where it kind of got a little hazy there, but for the most part, it did pretty good, and um, so I'm trying Facebook this week to see how it goes, and so far, it looks like everything's going well. You just never know. I'm hearing myself talk. Hey, there we go. All right. Sounds good. So let's roll. It looks like everything's good, so let's keep going. As you know, we have been working through First John, and... All right. Someone's saying it's way too quiet. I know. It is. It is way too quiet. We may not be able to review this. Oh, wow. That is way quiet. Way quiet. That is crazy how quiet that is. Um, yeah, because I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm right next to my uh, laptop, and I'm like, wow. I don't know why. Uh, I, I'm, I, this, this is not very professional, but that's okay. I've, I've, I've obviously given you their name, who to look for. So, I, so I've done what I wanted to do anyway. I wanted to point everyone to them. We just may not be able to review it because I don't think it's going to be super beneficial trying to review something you can't hear. But I'm going to ask someone that's currently in the chat to do something for me. All right, I'm going to have them do something. So I'm going to ask Twyla, hey, can you grab the Sermons 2.0 app, find them, find the... Um, the series, Daily Bites of God's Word, find the one that is listed part 122, 1 John 1, 1 John chapter 1, verses 8 through 10, and hit play. You'll, you'll have to let it play for the first like 13 seconds because their musical intro seems to be definitely loud, but when they come in, it's definitely quiet. It's definitely quiet. So that's a uh, that's it. But if you can listen to it and then tell me, does it sound much louder on your phone? Is is this because somehow the download is just super quiet? That's it's really weird because I, I'll, I'll let you hear what it sounds like on my iPad. Here you go. Here you go. I'm going to here we go. Maybe. Gained and a lot to understand when comparing scripture with scripture, but primarily with the subject matters being dealt with. So, so far. And one thing I want to mention, you know, when we talked about how in the first four verses. That's louder than it is on my eye um, on the laptop. That's just crazy. I've never had that happen. That sounds louder on my iPad. If someone in the chat can tell me, does that sound, does that sound louder in the eye? And maybe we can, maybe we can review it on the iPad. I'm going to take my iPad out of the uh, case. I'm going to take my iPad out of the case. Maybe we can review it that way. It would be a weird way to review something, but maybe we can. <laughs> maybe we can do that. No, Siri, I don't need to talk to you. Okay, go away, Siri. All right. Okay, Siri Siri was trying to find something for me. I don't know what she was trying to do. All right. So maybe we can do it this way. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna change uh, my iPad Wi-Fi connection over to where it needs to be, which is to the Wi-Fi extender. All right, here we go. We may we may try, we may do an impromptu change. We may use the iPad. So someone can tell me how loud it sounds with me playing it on my iPad. Well, I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, we, I guess in some ways we should be prepared because we always make the joke. It's, an, it's a longstanding joke that what's the deal with Christian podcasts who are, are Christian who sermons? They're always recorded at such a low volume. What is the deal with it? I don't understand. So we've made a joke in our reviews before. It's like, why is it so quiet? Come on, guys. There's a volume control. Turn up the volume, okay? Well, I turn up the volume a lot with our sermons at church, probably too loud at times. But And even this, I'm, 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 my mic is set at 73, so I even do my podcast with a, a very high volume. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to play it from this and see if this works. Here we go. Welcome back to Daily Bites God's Word. This is Andy Kane, and it's a joy to be back with you once again. And I am trying some new things here. We'll see if I can... Get this to work and go live while recording, so we'll see. Good news is we always have recording to back us up, so that's always important. So we're going to see how this goes. And so let's just check real quick just to make sure everything is working correctly. I did something with Sermon Audio last week, and I was impressed with how that streamed. I thought it streamed very well, and I thought it, for the most part, I think there was a spot towards... Probably about four minutes in where it kind of got a little hazy there, but for the most part, it did pretty good. And um, so I'm trying Facebook this week to see how it goes. And so far, it looks like everything's going well. You just never know. I'm hearing myself talk. Hey, there we go. All right. Sounds good. So let's roll. It looks like everything's good. So let's keep going. As you know, we have been working through First John and we are going to finish off the first chapter today. And we're going to do that in conjunction with looking at another passage I believe goes very well with it, and that's Galatians 5. Because there is a lot to be gained and a lot to understand when comparing Scripture with Scripture, but primarily with the subject matters we deal with. So, so far, and one thing I want to mention, you know, when we talked about how in the first four verses that John was making it known. This is something that's real. This is not something that's fake. If you compare that, say, with Mormonism, where, and most people don't realize this, but the first vision and when Joseph Smith comes and says, you know, I found these tablets, I found, you know, these golden tablets, I'm the only one that can interpret them, and now you need to base your whole religion off of what I'm telling you. He was 15 years old at the time. They based their whole religion off a 15-year-old boy. That's insane. So <laughs> Christianity not based off a of vision. This is not some thing where all these apostles got together and held hands, had a little fire, sang kumbaya, went home, you know, and then, oh, we've had a vision from the Lord. No, it's, they actually met Jesus. They walked with him and talked with him as the song and the hymn goes. They, this was real. This was eternal life in the flesh. This was not something that was fake. This was not something that was conjured up in the imagination. That's why I usually don't even take an atheist online seriously unless they will say, yeah, I just don't believe in the historical Jesus. I think it was completely made up. I don't think he was a real person. don't think he ever lived. I think it was completely made up altogether because that's the only way you could really even begin to try to deny it, I guess. 
I mean, you can't, but I guess in some ways you could then, because if you're not going to even deny that the historical Jesus crucified on the cross, you're starting out in a bad spot. It's like we used to run the the 400 in high school. I was a really good 400 runner. If I tried to run a 400 right now, I'd probably break every bone in my body, pass out, and probably die. But when I would run it, I was pretty good. There was a, occasionally I'd get to about 57 seconds. So I, I'd hang right around a minute. Sometimes I'd get a little better. So I weren't like, you know, all world or anything. But for my little self, I was pretty proud. But it'd be kind of like starting out the 400, but you're a lap behind. You say, well, Andy, they only run one lap in the 400. Huh? Yeah, I get it. What I'm saying is you'd have to run two in order to win before everybody else runs one. That's how far behind the eight ball you're putting yourself if you're going to grant all the historical record about Jesus and then try to say he wasn't who he was. That's the insanity of it. So you get through all that. He talks about it, and there's so much. We could probably spend days and weeks on the imagery used and comparing it to how the Old Testament used it and how the apostles used it. That's one of the things that always boggles my mind as well when people say, well, you know, we don't really know if it's inerrant. And, you know, we don't know. I'm like, well, the thing is, Jesus thought so when he quoted it and used it. The, I mean, for a bunch of writers who didn't believe in the inerrancy of Scripture, who didn't think Scripture was actually God-breathed, the Anastas, the New Testament writers quoted the Old Testament quite a bit. I mean, there are, I forget, uh, Dr. White's mentioned this before, it's somewhere in Hebrews, I think, where you have the longest singular quotation from the Old Testament, all throughout the book of Acts, constantly quoting the Old Testament and saying, Okay, well, someone, I don't, I don't know how well that's coming across right there, letting you hear a little bit. It, it is interesting, he's, he's talking a little bit about 1 John. What I was hoping for, and what I was listening for, is for him to say 1 John is a polemic against Gnosticism, and you need to understand everything being said, is really saying, here is Christianity versus Gnosticism, and here is basically how you know that you are following the true God and not the Gnostic gospel or the Gnostic concept of God, but uh, where, where we've talked about that. I know most most Christians don't approach it as a polemic against Gnosticism. They approach it as a test to somehow prove your salvation apart, like not connected with Gnosticism, but just based off what you do or don't do. And then they say, well, it's a test, but you're not going to do the test. Perfect. Well, okay. We, I could get into a whole discussion there, but someone just said, it's just not loud even on the sermon, uh, the sermons 2.0 app. So that is interesting. So maybe we can help them and say, hey, you need to increase your volume. You need to increase your volume because that's an easy fix. But so it, that, I, I, I won't continue to, re, how, I don't know how it was sounding trying to listen to it via the iPad, but that's just not the most conducive way to doing a review, holding up the iPad to the microphone. Uh, but I, I was doing everything I could to at least let you hear a little bit of it. The whole purpose of this broadcast, though, was to tell you to go listen to them. But what you can do is just send a friendly comment to saying, hey, just heard about your program would like to listen to it, but your volume is a little low, okay? And then maybe they'll be like, oh, okay, so let's increase our volume, and then it will be uh, great. So th- let me give you their information one more time. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen on a live broadcast, but hey, that's okay. Um, what we were listening to is a series called Daily Bites of God's Word, 
It comes from the broadcaster God-Centered Theology. You can find God-Centered Theology on the Sermons 2.0 app. At least as far as their series is Daily Bites of God's Word is concerned, at least the most recent episode seems to be at a very low volume, according to people, well, as you heard how low it was when we were trying to review it played. Um, so I, when you listen to it, maybe on your iPad or, or phone, maybe it's still a little low. I am going to do something interesting here. I'm going to go to another one of their podcasts, the Laborers Podcast. I'm going to see. Please stay tuned. Okay. Well, begin to, uh, and that just begins to overflow into their lives and their family and their community and in our next. Still seems kind of low. Still seems kind of low. You you can you can listen to it as well. So the bottom line is, yeah, this doesn't. I, I really was looking forward to reviewing it because I saw that it was First John, and I wanted to know how they were going to handle it, and they were going to connect it to everything being an answer to Gnosticism. That's what I was really interested in hearing. But we won't be able to review it now because I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to sit here and try to review something. And you're like, I can't even hear. He's responding to it, but I can't even hear what there's. I don't want to do that. That would just be a waste of time. I wish I would have caught it earlier, but I, I don't like to. I don't like to listen to something before I review it for obvious reasons because then my review is really a performance where I've already heard it and I've already thought what I'm going to say. I like it to be in in real time. So, but hey, that's what happens. The goal here really wasn't the review. The goal here was to tell you about it. So let's do this. One last time, I'll give you the information. On the Sermons 2.0 app, I want you to look for God-Centered Theology. Currently, they have 322 sermons available. Um, What we do know is, see, it doesn't tell us how long they have been a broadcaster. It doesn't appear to tell us that. Uh, That's really irrelevant, but you can look at 322. You can start listening to them. It appears that if you try to listen to them, currently you may need a Bluetooth speaker, and you may have to turn that up. A Bluetooth speaker is a a cheap investment. It really is. You can get a a Bluetooth speaker for $15, $20, $25, $30, connect it, you know, obviously via Bluetooth, and uh, boom, you play it on your phone, and then you've got the speaker, and you can crank up the volume, and it really helps when you, especially if you're listening to things that it just, if you if you ever say, hey, the volume is too low on my phone, get a Bluetooth speaker. That I really, I really, really, really would tell you. Now, I would never recommend Bluetooth speakers for, for music because, well, I'm picky about sound quality. That's a whole different issue, but for podcasting and sermons and theology, a Bluetooth speaker is the way to go. Because you can, boom. If I had my Bluetooth speaker here, um, and I don't have it here, if I did, what I would do is I could have grabbed the iPad, grabbed the Bluetooth speaker, played it through the Bluetooth speaker, held up the Bluetooth speaker to the microphone. It would have still been so awkward and not been a great way to review it, but it would have worked because I can crank that Bluetooth speaker relatively loud and it would have made up for the low volume. But I, you know, I've never done it that way because holding the speaker, because what I typically do in a review when I'm doing reviews, just so that you know, is that, um, you know, I've got my Bible in my hand, I got a pencil, I got a notebook, 
because I'm processing everything in real time. So I'm jotting down notes, looking up scripture, boom, boom, trying to listen. And then I'm coming back in, offering my thoughts. I, you, a lot, I Sometimes I'm looking something up online, like it's all happening in real time. I don't have time to be holding something in my hand because I have to. But in this particular case, the review app, I wouldn't have been doing all of that probably. So no, actually, I probably would have because they would have said something. I'd been like, wait a minute, does that verse say that? Wait. So yeah, I probably, I probably would need that. So We've spent 35 minutes and I haven't done much for you, okay? I haven't done much for you, but that's okay. I've told you about a broadcast. Go listen to it. God-centered theology. Maybe, maybe, maybe some one of you, just I'm just telling you, just reach out to them the most friendly way possible and just say, hey, your volume's kind of low. Your volume's kind of low. And you can probably compare one of them, one of theirs to one of ours, and you can hear the difference in, in volume. Maybe, 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 you'd, maybe you won't even notice the difference, but at least when we download it and try to review it. Wow. I mean, just again, listen to it again here. I'm just going to skip ahead. Here we go. I usually don't even take an atheist online seriously, unless they will say, yeah, I just don't believe in the historical Jesus. I think it was completely made up. I don't think he was a real person. Don't think he ever lived. I think it was completely made up altogether. It's just wild. That just sounds like that's like at 50% volume. That's what that sounds like. It sounds like that's at 50%. I'm going to go, hang on. I'm going to grab just, uh, I'm going to grab, I'm going to grab the, my last live broadcast just to show the difference. I'm going to grab my last live broadcast. All right. I'm going to grab my last live broadcast and just notice the difference in volume. Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Saturday, August the 13th, 2022. It is currently 1.18 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. I think there's a considerable, de- if you look at the meters that I have here, my, mine is like way over. I mean, it's like, it's night and day. Let's try a different one. Let's go, uh, let's grab, let's see here. Uh, let's grab, let's grab uh, the, the insight for living that we were reviewing uh, the other day. Let's, let's compare it. Today, from Chuck Swindoll. I am convinced we are emptying our churches with people who gather together a set of... Now, let's go back uh, to God-centered theology. Let's go back to God-centered uh, theology. Here we go. I'm going to go right back to the beginning. Here we go. I think it's uh, about right here. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to Daily Bites God's Word. This is Andy Kane, and it is a joy to be back with you once again. And I am trying some new things here. I'm going to see if I. Massive difference. A massive difference. So I, so I, I don't think we're, I don't think we are, uh, I don't 
think we are imagining it. I don't think we're imagining it. Now, after all of the seizure issues I've had over the last uh, you know, 12 hours, I, I don't trust myself on anything today. But I think there, yeah, trying to review that would be crazy. So we can't do the review. I apologize. But I would tell you, download the Sermons 2.0 app. Look for God-Centered Theology. Follow their follow follow them, and then you can listen to all of their podcasts. The one I want that I'm pointing you to today is their series, Daily Bites of God's Word. Sounds like a, an interesting concept, and you can check them out and uh, show them your support. But then you can also encourage them with, "Hey, just a suggestion. Maybe we want to crank that volume up about fifty percent. Okay, maybe about sixty percent." Maybe about 70%, maybe about 80%. I, I don't know. You can you can determine on your own thing, but um, it's uh, I appreciate, I, I, know, I trust Twyla's judgment because I know she's using an iPhone. And so if, it, if it's too quiet on an iPhone, then, well, I mean, she's using the preferred equipment. She's using the, the, the superior equipment device, right? She's using an Apple device. She's using the superior device. So clearly, clearly there has to be something wrong. But I appreciate her telling me that because we would have been doing a review and then I would have gotten emails going, I couldn't hear what you were reviewing. I could look, sometimes we get emails saying that our volume is not loud enough, which I'm like, what? I don't know what else I can do now. But then I, sometimes I get people saying your volume is too loud. And I'm like, well, you can turn down your volume, okay, right? So it's like, you're not loud enough. You're, I, I, I know that that's one of the frustrations of being a broadcaster because everyone's listening to you on different equipment. So I will just say that you, you that at least if you want to just help yourself, if you're listening to sermons or podcasts, and if you ever feel that they're not loud enough, just getting a cheap Bluetooth speaker is the way to go. You just connect it, boom, you play it from your device, and then you can crank it, crank it up. Um, okay, <laughs> someone said iPhone, AirPods, Audio Technica headphones. Amen. Uh, all the preferred things. Yes, that that is that is the preferred thing. So um, there we go. I I feel like I've wasted your time. I mean, I guess the, I guess I didn't. The original goal was just to tell you, hey, here's this new, I don't know if it's a new broadcaster, a new broadcaster that I discovered on Sermon Audio today. Go listen to it. So I guess I accomplished that. I just wanted us to, I wanted to hear what they were going to say about First John. That's what I wanted to hear. So I will listen to it on a Bluetooth speaker. And then maybe what we'll do, maybe we'll do this. I'll listen to it on a Bluetooth speaker, take some notes. And then maybe I'll circle back around. And then say, hey, I heard this today on the God-Centered Theology broadcast, their series, Daily Bites in God's Word, and then talk about it. And then you'll know what I'm referring to because I've spent 42 minutes talking about it. And another thing for podcasters, some, someone, uh, because uh, at the beginning of that, I don't know if you can hear them, they're saying that they're trying to figure out how to record while broadcasting live on Sermon Audio. Just, uh, just, as, just so that people know what we do, we go, we we broadcast live on two platforms at the exact same time. We go live first on Sermons 2.0 Church One app. We we start that live stream, and I'll just sit there for like about three minutes, just talking. Hey, we're getting ready to go live. We go live. Then I go over to Spreaker. That's S P R E A K E R Spreaker where that's our podcasting home, right? And they have their own software. 
and then we go live. That's how we kick off our our broadcast proper is you'll hear our intro and we go live. The thing about Spreaker is not only are you live streaming, it's recording it for you automatically. And the great thing about Spreaker, the second you hit stop, boom. The second you hit stop, that is immediately sent out to all the podcasting platforms. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast. It's automatically sent there. So we record and live stream via Spreaker, and we go, we uh, do live broadcasting via Sermons 2.0. Now, as soon as we're done on Sermons 2.0, I have to go then download the audio from Spreaker, then upload it to Sermons 2.0 and the Church One app. So that that's the only, for, I, you wish that as soon as you were done live broadcasting on Church One, that it would just immediately go from live broadcast over to on demand. That, that would be awesome, but you have to manually upload it, which is a little frustrating, but that's how we record everything is using Spreaker. It is a additional money, but I use Spreaker really as our podcast hosting site because they are much more, just seems easier to get your content from Spreaker to the podcasting apps. And we use Sermons 2.0 for the Church One app, and we use the Sermons 2.0 app because it has kind of a built-in audience. So there we go. Just just if anybody wants to know how we do things. All right. Okay, thank you for listening for 44 minutes of wasting your absolute time. Okay, I I apologize. That did not go as well as I had planned. That's we I don't think we've ever had a review that we had to just say can't do it. It's too low. I think that's just too low. I just I just, I, I think I made, I think I made the right decision. I think I made the right decision because I think I would be reviewing something and you'd spend more time going, he's upset about something or wow, he agreed with something. I have no idea what he's agreed with because that was about six minutes of silence. So yeah, that, that would, uh, that would be a waste of everyone's time. All right. So, all right. Well, I'll, I'll figure something out and I'll be back shortly. I've got to give you something meaningful so I, I, will, I promise to produce something of value in the next few minutes. I promise you I will be back. All right. Thanks for listening and God bless.